Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode five of the Intuition Experiment, and I'm your host, psychic medium Deanna Marie. In this episode, we'll focus on how disregarding your intuition can lead to self-deception and what to do if you think you may be deceiving yourself. Self-deception is a common human tendency and everyone is susceptible to some degree. As you're deepening your intuition and realizing the value of it, you also must have an awareness of the self-deceptive traps that you may be falling into. Learning to recognize them will help you avoid them. So we'll dive into the traps and helpful strategies to recognize them in this episode. And of course, we'll wrap up with a new experiment for you to try, which is a fun intuition game that you can play with a deck of cards. And as a reminder, if you're looking for additional practice, then head over to my podcast TikTok account where I have several intuition test videos. At the time of recording this episode, I've shared about 70 intuition videos. Um, So remember, intuition is developed over time, and the more that you practice, the stronger it gets. And these videos on TikTok are a great way for you to practice. Um, And I've made my TikTok bingeable, so you can actually move through each video pretty quickly back-to-back if you want to test yourself. So let's dive into this show's topic, which again is how disregarding your intuition can lead to self-deception. So there's a number of ways that we tend to deceive ourselves, and I'm going to discuss them now. As I'm doing so, I just want you to listen to them closely and see if you notice any of them within yourself. If something strikes a chord with you, then it's important to just pay attention so that you can recognize it more easily the next time that you see that pattern arise. Now, one of the biggest reasons we deceive ourselves is because we're afraid of change. Our intuition can be leading us to making a decision that involves a large change or one that involves risk and uncertainty. So we may go against our intuition to avoid these fear factors and to stay in our comfort zone. Now, because I already talked about fear at length in my previous episodes, I'm not going to discuss it more here, but please revisit episode three and four if you want more information on how fear holds us back from taking action on what our intuition is telling us. Another way that we tend to deceive ourselves is by using rationalization. We can sometimes override our intuition by rationalizing it or justifying a decision that we're making. And this can actually create a false sense of confidence in a decision that may not be in our best interest, leading to self-deception. Have you ever talked yourself out of following your intuitive nudge? Maybe you met someone new and they seemed really nice, but your intuition was telling you that this wasn't the right long-term partner for you, for whatever reason, but you rationalized staying in the relationship because you enjoyed their company or their friendship or because they were super cute (laughs) or for some other reason. You just talked yourself into staying despite the fact that you knew that it wasn't going to work out long-term. That's self-deception by rationalization. Another way we deceive ourselves is because of peer pressure. We often bend to the expectations or the opinions of others rather than following our own inner guidance. And this external influence can cloud your judgment if you suppress those inner feelings and follow a path that doesn't align to your true belief. Have you ever been in this situation before? Maybe you have a well-meaning friend or a parental figure who likes to encourage you to do things their way, even when you know that it's not the right decision for you. You may feel pressure to conform to their expectations, 
and talk yourself out of following your true path. Another example, which is somewhat related to peer pressure, are those collective readings that you may see on TikTok or other social media sites. This is where the reader is saying something general about the collective's situation. Maybe they're saying that you're not working hard enough to achieve your goals. Maybe they're telling you to rest because you're working too hard. And I've literally seen both of those messages in the same day. (laughs) Um, Maybe they're telling you that you had recent setbacks, but now, holy cow, you're going to feel like you're living in a fairy tale soon. Or how you're shying away from forward movement, but a new beginning is coming in soon. Or one of my favorites, money is about to come into your life in a really big way, and you're going to be really wealthy soon. (laughs) I like those messages, but are they really for me? I don't like to be delusional or follow a path because of a collective reading. I don't accept every message that comes across my feed. In fact, I rarely accept them. I've learned to tap into my intuition and to gauge if the reading is for me by my inner gut feeling. And if I get that inner knowing, then I may look for some additional confirmation signs. A lot of readers will have them listed in their videos. And if not, I tend to ask for my own sign. But just be careful with those collective readings because those can also lead to self-deception. Another way we can deceive ourselves is by prioritizing our self-image. So let me explain what I mean by this. Let's say that you went against your intuition and it was detrimental to your life in some way. But instead of recognizing that, you instead convinced yourself that you made the right choice because you wanted to avoid admitting that you made a mistake and looking foolish. So in this case, you would be prioritizing your self-image and preserving your self-esteem. This can be a painful realization, and it's understandable why we would feel the need to do that. I'm guilty of it too. So if you see this behavior in yourself, it's okay. Um, It's just important to recognize it and make adjustments for the next time. So how do these self-deceptive tactics play out in your world? Do you allow fear to influence your decisions too often? Do you tend to over-rationalize situations to avoid what your intuition is telling you? Do you succumb to social pressures and disregard your intuition? Or maybe you prioritize your self-image rather than admitting that you made a mistake by not following your intuition. It's important to recognize the value of our intuition and to be mindful of these self-deceptive tactics so you can avoid falling into their traps. When you're trying to convince yourself of something contrary to your intuition, you should learn to immediately recognize that behavior and take it into consideration before making a decision. And there's a few strategies to help you recognize when you might be deceiving yourself. First, ask your intuition if you're deceiving yourself. It can often alert you. Examining your motives is another great strategy. Here you would reflect on why you want to believe a particular idea or why you want to make a decision. Consider if you're trying to avoid risk and uncertainty, or if you're trying to maintain the status quo, or maybe you're trying to avoid confrontation or protecting your self-image. If your motives are driven by ego-based factors like these, then it may be a sign of self-deception. Third, evaluate your emotions. Emotions can cloud your judgment. If you notice strong emotional reactions associated with your belief or a decision, then just take a step back and assess whether these emotions are influencing your thinking. I hope you find these strategies helpful. 
my hope is that you'll leverage them the next time that you recognize that there could be some of these self-deceptive habits at play. And remember that self-deception is a common human tendency, and we all have some susceptibility to it. Just be aware of this and be willing to confront uncomfortable truths when they arise. By now, you should know that there's value in leveraging your intuition and trusting its guidance. And there may be times when we don't fully understand why we're being led somewhere or why we're receiving the information that we do when it arises. Not having all of this information can be uncomfortable, but taking our inner guidance into consideration is important to living in our authentic alignment. And it's trying to help us get on the right path or stay on the right path. So by avoiding self-deceptive tactics, we can get to where we need to be more quickly. Up next, we're going to dive into this episode's experiment. Okay, so this experiment is called Red or Black, and it's very simple. The only tool that you'll need is a standard deck of 52 playing cards. Of course, before you start the experiment, it's important that you get into a calm and peaceful state. I like to do a short five-minute meditation, but you can do a few breathing exercises if that suits your preference. When you're ready to begin, you'll just start by shuffling the deck. And when you're done with that, just set the deck face down in front of you. Then, one by one, use your intuition to determine the color of the card. So is it red or is it black? And just go with your first gut feeling. Your first instinct is usually best. Then flip the card over to see if you were correct. Now, you'll want to start to create two discard piles. One pile for your correct attempts and one pile for your incorrect attempts. After you've gone through the entire deck, you can calculate your success rate if you desire. And this is just a good way to know how you did each round. So to do this, you'll just start by counting the number of cards in your correct pile and then take the number of cards in your success pile and divide it by 52, which is the total number of attempts in the round, and then multiply that number by 100 and you'll be left with a percentage. So for example, let's say that you counted 26 cards in your correct pile. You would divide 26 by 52, and the answer to that is 0.5. 0.5 times 100 is 50. So your success rate this round would be 50%. And I like to log the success rate of each round in my notes app, but you can write it in a journal if you want. You may also want to include the date so that you can see your improvement over time. And that's it. You'll just repeat this exercise over and over. You may want to do it a few times a day. Now, it's not uncommon for people to see success rates around 50% when they're starting. But again, the goal is to see how you improve over time. Now, once you've gotten good at the red or black game, then you may want to challenge yourself even more by identifying the suit. Hearts diamonds, clubs, or spades. You can either work to get the suit immediately, or you can first work to identify if it's red or black, and then get the suit. So if I thought red, then I would ask my intuition if it was hearts or diamonds. Use the method that works best for you. You may want to try it both ways to see what gives you greater success. And again, just move through the entire deck, creating correct and incorrect piles, and calculating your success rate. Now, I love this experiment because it's really helped me to strengthen my own intuitive muscle. 
You're basically teaching yourself to understand how your intuition works from a place within. As you repeat this exercise, you'll find that it's less about what your mind thinks and more about how you feel. That inner feeling is critical. When you've done this enough times and then you go out into the world and your intuition needs to tell you something, you'll be able to feel the difference between your mind and your intuition. So I hope that helps, and that's it for this episode. As we wrap up, I encourage you to play this intuition game daily, and you may even want to do it several times a day. Remember, intuition is a skill that's developed over time, and the more you engage with it, the better you'll become. Thanks so much for listening to the Intuition Experiment podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and let us know how you feel by leaving us a review. And as always, feel free to reach out with any questions or topics that you'd like to explore in future episodes. You can find the show notes and my other links in the episode description. Mm-hmm.